0: Good morning and welcome to worship with St. Matthew's United Methodist Church. I'm so grateful that you've been able to join us and hope that together we can hear and respond to God's word. Will you join me in an opening prayer? Lord God, you call your people to tasks we would not ourselves choose. Give us the grace to love you enough to follow when you call. You know our weaknesses and have promised to give resources for that which you ask of us. We praise you for your generous care. Like Samuel, let us say, here I am. God of surprising light, here we are. We are surrounded, O God, with people who need to hear the story people who need to meet the one from Nazareth, Jesus our Lord, make our homes and our places of worship places of hospitality and welcome. As we are physically separate, help us to reach out in ways that make a difference. Make our words and actions Words and actions of invitation. Like Philip, let us say, come and see. God of surprising light, here we are. Amen. Our scripture reading this morning comes from Mark, chapter 1, beginning with verse 11. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. And the Spirit immediately drove Jesus out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness forty days, tempted by Satan. And he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee And immediately they left their nets and followed him. And he went a little further. He saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, who were in the boat, mending their nets. Immediately he called them. And they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed Jesus. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. If you listened very carefully, you might have noticed that the first line of this week's scripture was also the last line of last week's scripture. Last week, we started moving our way through the book of Mark, and we ended our scripture with Jesus' baptism, and the culmination of Jesus' baptism When the Holy Spirit rested on Jesus and a voice was heard saying, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. And that verse, that phrase, is an important bridge because it connects to who Jesus is and to his baptism. And it shows us Jesus' identity And also, as we talked about last week, it shows uh, what our identity is when we are baptized into the life of Christ. But that identity, that centering in the love of God, you are my beloved, with you I am well pleased. The very next line is, the Spirit drove or the Spirit drew Jesus into the wilderness. We are God's beloved people. Somewhere along the way, we may have heard or picked up or maybe just hoped that being God's beloved ones, being the chosen ones of God, would mean that we get to avoid hardship and temptation. That a loving God would never put God's people in the wilderness. But that's not the way the Bible tells it. God drew God's people out of Egypt by God's great love, and then they wandered in the wilderness. God alighted on Jesus at his baptism, declared God's love, and drew Jesus into the wilderness. So many of us have experienced wilderness, grief, pain, loss, confusion, spiritual struggle. So many of us have experienced wilderness recently. And we might be tempted to ask where is God? And why has God failed us that we're having this experience of wilderness? But God has not failed us. God has drawn us into the wilderness as God drew Jesus into the wilderness. As a place of struggle, but also as a place of ent- intimacy with God as a place of temptation but also as a place where angels bear witness and God's presence is close and real so the spirit of God drew Jesus into the wilderness and while he was in the wilderness he was tempted He was with wild beasts. And there's a curious openness. Was he with wild beasts that were threatening? Or was he with wild beasts in the way the prophet said when the kingdom of God appears, the wolf will lie down with the sheep and the lion will lie down with the lamb? We don't know. And that openness invites us to wander and to sink into God's story. After the angels waited on him and after he was in the wilderness, Jesus returned to his usual. And the love of God that drew him into the wilderness was also the love that drew him through the wilderness to a new season, a season that he was prepared for because of his time in the wilderness. After John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee. So while John was preaching that the kingdom of God was near, it was not yet time for Jesus to step into his role. But when John was arrested, if that message of the kingdom was going to go forward instead of fading, it was the time for Jesus to appear. And Jesus listened to the guidance of God and stepped into his ministry at that moment. The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent. And believe the good news. The kingdom of God is where and when God's way reigns. And so, in the presence of Jesus, was the kingdom of God. And that was the very good news that they were invited to believe that God is working that the kingdom is real and it is coming among us. Jesus was able to speak that message, of course, in a new way, in a full way, because Jesus was God present with them. And so then Jesus walks along the Sea of Galilee, and one of the first orders of his ministry is to pull together a team. Even the incarnate Son of God was not sent to go it alone. He was not sent to minister as a solo act. He gathered a group of people who would live with him and learn from him and follow him and participate in his ministry and carry it on after his death. And resurrection. So Jesus is walking along the Sea of Galilee. He sees these four guys and he says, Follow me, and I will make you fish for people. I have to imagine that something about Jesus' presence, that clear love of God that had been tested and emerged from the wilderness, strong and true, shown through Jesus. That it was the love of God that compelled them to be part of something new. That knowing that they were with Jesus, the beloved of God, and knowing that they were invited to experience and share God's love, Drew them forward from what they knew and what was comfortable and familiar for them into new territory of serving and following and living into God's way. So often we can be burdened by what we should do or what we're expected to do, or or a sense of obligation and maybe heaviness about following the ways of God. But God's way is not to should us into action. God's way is to love generously and abundantly and right there in person so that they can't help but go deeper and follow more and share the love that they're experiencing I wonder for us, especially in a season that has been so hard, what would it be like for us to truly open our hearts and lives and receive the love of God that is always ready and always waiting for us? To be transformed by that love and instead of hearing some sort of a demand to give up good things, we would instead receive a joyful invitation to step into better things and to welcome the presence of Jesus and to share the love of God. I'm still pondering what that looks like for me and for my family. But I ask the question and I listen for God's answer and I hope and I pray that I and you And all God's people are drawn deeper and deeper into that love that has the power to change the world and to change us and to draw us into new and good and faithful places following Jesus. Will you pray with me? Holy God, your name is love. And we love because you first loved us. Clear away those things that distract us, the things that draw us apart from you, the worries and fears that cloud our vision, and call us once again into the presence of your healing and empowering love. We pray, not just for our congregation, but for everybody who turns to Jesus, that we would be shaped and sent forth as people who love and who live in your love. On this weekend of Martin Luther King Jr. Day celebrations, we recognize that we have not lived your love across differences of race. That we have leaned into our comfort and held tight to our nets and to our fishing boats. We pray, O oh God, that you would pry our fingers loose from any lingering prejudice from any ways that we rely on our position or our background for the security and the plenty that should come only from you. Teach us, O God, to listen well to listen especially to our brothers and sisters in Christ who have faced discrimination or oppression or hardship, to our black and brown brothers and sisters. May we hear your voice spoken through them And may we accept your invitation to repent and to believe the good news that in you we are united, and in you we find our strength. God, we pray for the leaders and the rulers of our world. We pray for President Donald and our Governor Roy. We pray for all those who have been elected or appointed to be our leaders. May we, together with them, seek our common good. As our nation moves toward the inauguration of a new president, we pray that that transition would take place in peace that those who would seek to harm our nation or individuals in it would be thwarted and called to repentance and that we could move forward together in truth, seeking what is good for all. We pray for safety We pray your protection on those who are protecting others. And we pray that each one of us would open our hearts to our neighbors and listen and connect in new and life-giving ways. God, we pray for this, our local community of Morganton, We pray for the staff of our hospital and our public health department. Give them supernatural strength and rest in their days of labor and turmoil. May they be richly blessed and rewarded for the ways in which they serve us all. We pray that you would turn the hearts of your people to each other. That we may make choices that are for the health and safety not only of our households, but of all our neighbors. God, we pray for the family of Lynn Cole and the family of David Miles. Fill and uphold them with your grace and carry them forward even in these difficult days. And now we offer to you the names and situations that we hold in our hearts. Hear and answer our prayers, Lord Jesus, as you lead us in your way. As we offer you the words that you first gave to us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And now go forward with these words of blessing. Go now. Listen for the voice of the Lord and follow wherever it leads. Do not be dominated by anything. Allow no room within yourselves for deceit, but offer yourselves as a temple for the Holy Spirit. And may God be with you and speak through you. May Jesus Christ be one with you and raise you to life. And may the Holy Spirit dwell within you and make you holy. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Amen.